Hello, hello everybody. My name is Tina and I am here today to talk to you on this series, this very brief series that's talking about dyslexia, dyslexia is more than just a reading difference. You know, dyslexia is one of those topics that is near and dear to my heart because I too have a child that have dyslexia. I also myself, I have never told anybody this before, but I too have dyslexia um, or dyslexic um, tendencies and I didn't even find out until like this year when I took a test and I realized that I had some, um, I fell in the spectrum of dyslexia. And so it explained a lot about myself, about my teaching style, the way that I learned. So not only are you getting a person who have personal experience with homeschooling a child with dyslexia, but you have me who lives with it as well and didn't even know it until I actually took a test. And I'm actually going to make that test available to you along with several others along with this course for absolutely free because it's a free um evaluation kind of thing for those of you who may be curious because that was how I realized like whoa that explains a lot so today we're going to talk about reading and writing and how that falls into the whole thing of dyslexia but for those of you who may not know me because this is a public event I want to introduce myself my name is Tina I am a homeschooling consultant and a health and wellness coach I help you balance your pesky little emotions through plant-based therapeutic products and I am also the co-author to the brand new spelling curriculum that are focused for our right brain learners kinetic spelling for active learners and the creator of two classes, how to become a reviewer and save money, and also how you too can become an Amazon consultant. So with all that being said, I want to introduce myself so you guys know exactly who I am for those of you who are new and just popped on um, watching this free series that I'm providing. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I want to pay it forward. I know what time of year it is. And so I want to give you this service for absolutely free. And I hope that you find some value and benefit from this service, um, for this, from this series. And I hope that it gleams, gives you some inspiration and, um, help you on your homeschooling journey or even public school journey, because these things can be adaptable for whatever type of school that you are schooling you're doing. So today we're going to talk a little bit about reading and writing, reading and spelling for this video. Now, most of the time when you hear about dyslexia, the first initial thing that you think about is that this dyslexia equals a reading difference or reading disability. It just depends on what term you prefer, the terminology. Um, and yes, that is true, but it's more broader than that. It's more um, complex than just a reading difference and as we go through this complete series you're gonna see how much more detail it is and yes although dyslexia does involve reading but it is way 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 more than just a reading difference so I'm gonna talk about some different little things in which you may have noticed with yourself or your kiddos in reference to reading we're gonna talk about reading first if you have a child that you feel that is dyslexic or have dyslexic tendencies or you yourself have dyslexia. Maybe you have noticed some of these things with you, with your yourself or your children. 
Have you noticed any of these that with, with reading that your child or you may be slow or able to learn how to read? A dyslexic user have difficulty decoding the alphabet symbols. They use the skip words and lines in text. They use the misread words and they lack expression when they're reading aloud. And they ignore punctuations, marks, and they read without comprehension. And they avoid reading aloud in public. If you ever notice that any, if you have a dyslexic child or you yourself, these are some telltale signs about dyslexia because usually a child that is dyslexic is very slow when it comes to reading. They can read some, some children, like my son, he can read now, but he couldn't read at all when he was in the public school system. And actually they told me he'll never be able to read, but through prayer and everything else, I was able to help him with my methods of teaching individuals with dyslexia how to read they're untraditional but they work for us um and you'll notice that a child that has dyslexia they have very very they have a very difficult time decoding the alphabet and you might be saying well why is that hard i mean the abc's really no it's more deep than that. it's not just the abc's they can say the abc's and memorize the alphabet but when it comes down to the sounds that goes along with the alphabet especially when it don't make literal sense to them because a dyslexic child is very very literal when it in, in reference to sound and perception and how things are presented to them let me give you an example like an a ah but then it comes off and say another sound a's have two different sounds depend upon what letters are combined with that word a b a d a c they are very little. If a B is a B, they want it to sound like a B. They don't want it to sound like a D, or they don't want to hear, see a word that has silent letters in it. That really, that is one thing that my son cannot stand. Seeing a word, and he's trying to decode it, trying to use the traditional way of phonics, and it just did not work for him especially when the English language word have a letter in it that is silent. It just don't make sense to a dyslexic brain. They want to give each individual letter their sound. But in some words, you don't give a sound for every word. So that is um, a thing that usually dyslexics have difficulty with. I myself, I, I, I don't care for it <laughs> either because I would much rather if our English language just was way, way more simplified. And you'll notice when your dyslexic child may read, they might ignore um, certain punctuations, like they might go straight through a comma and don't pause. They might um, don't even acknowledge the period for a punctuation. They might not even acknowledge when um, a punctuation shows expression, a exclamatory sentence, but uh, they might not even express that when they're reading. Um, and you will notice that even though with some dyslexics they can read, some dyslexic individuals can read very well, but they can't comprehend what they're reading. So you hear them read and they might not be as expressive, they might read pretty fast. 
And then um, after you ask them, as they get finished reading, you ask them what it what was it about, and then you'll notice that they did not comprehend everything that they was reading. So it's different variations and different levels of dyslexia, and that's another thing I want to help you to understand. Some people are a little bit more on the mild side, some people are in the middle, the gray area, which is moderate, and some people are more severe. It's based on what level the the individual person is on in reference to how they're going to react to these different things. So that's another thing. And usually a, a true dyslexic, they want to avoid reading out loud in public at all costs. So you will notice that they might be very expressive one-on-one, but then you put that same person in front of a group of people and they kind of get stand back because they thinking about their reading difference and decoding in public and stuff like that. So you'll notice that they kind of like stand back and stand back a little bit. So as you can see, yes, dyslexia does involve reading and reading is not just the reading of it. It's dealing with the decoding of the words, putting the words together, all that good stuff that also goes along up under that hub of reading. Now, it also involves spelling as well. Many people they don't realize how dyslexia also involves spelling because think about it reading involves words and words we usually have to spell or at least be familiar with the words in order to read them so that involves spelling which can be a very difficult thing for a person who have dyslexia because you'll notice that they usually can't remember how the words look they can usually say a word and then they can come along in a paragraph and have the exact same word a couple sentences later and they totally don't have any recognition of the word because they're not because they didn't remember how the word looked. They have difficulty hearing different sounds in words when you're saying words and then you like if you're trying to get a dyslexic person or child to spell a word and all the letters are not profound in the word like what I was talking about with the silent E's and stuff like that where they will spell the word the way they hear it not necessarily the way it's supposed to be spelled because like I said, they're very literal. And you will notice with dyslexic, which everybody know this right here, is that they usually confuse letters and their sounds. So you'll notice that if they have a B, they can sometimes flip it to a D. If they have a P, they sometimes flip it to a Q. It's just different ways in which, and all dyslexics doesn't do that because my son, his problem is uh, Bs and Ds and Ps. Um, but as of cues, he's fine with that and stuff like that. But everyone has their own little thing. So, as you can see, it, dyslexia does involve reading, but it also includes spelling as well. And so, in order to help our kiddos be able to get to the next level, so to speak, we need to be able to realize that. And also, one book that I will highly recommend if you have any child with any kind of learning difference whether it's ADD, ADHD, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, um, dyslexia. This book talks about a whole lot of things dealing with the right side of the brain. Because with my research, I have found out that dyslexic individuals are heavy visual learners. So, and they're literal. So, they have to have a mental picture of words and I'm just gonna um, go over a little bit of this information in this book um, with you make sure I hit all my points because I wanted to do some points um, dyslexia 
which I found out from this book, is usually closely connected with ADD and some other related conditions. So dealing with a dyslexic person, they, are, they have a delayed process in how they perceive uh, reading and writing and spelling. So you'll notice that even though they're older, they still have a little bit of difficulty in reference with spelling, writing, and reading. They usually have difficulty with um, phonemes, and basically, those are just, it's only 44 phonemes in the English language. And that's just basically uh, a combination of letters that are building blocks to form words. That's just all what it is. And they use the 26 letters from my alphabet in order to make these phonemes. And so, it's very, very hard for a dyslexic person or child to learn the the phonics, the phonemes, because all of them just don't make sense. Some PH sound like Fs, it just don't make literal sense to them, so it's very, very difficult for them. So they have to have different methods in order for them to learn. Now, some can over time, but it is a very different difficult undertaking to say the least but it is possible my son still doesn't know all his phonemes and he knows all his phonics when they are literal and does what they say they're gonna do instead of having all the silent e's and a's and all this other stuff like that so although he can read he has to um we have to tweak it a little bit for our own method in order for him to be able to I totally understand the words and stuff like that. And that's where pictures and word association comes into play to really help them, like, take it to the next level with learning. Um, let's see. One profound thing that I learned is that before words can be correctly identified or understood, the words have to go into your memory bank, which is just your brain. Children that are dyslexic, they have to, they struggle with learning the basic phonemes, like I just said, and piecing the words together because it's a disconnect between the brain that handles succession sounds. So it's a disconnect there. And so that's why certain sounds just don't make sense to them because it don't make sense to us either. We just learn it. When you're a left brain thinker, it doesn't bother you. But when you're a right brain thinker, which is a visual person, which stuff have to make sense, you use the see in three dimension, then it, it just don't make sense to an individual that thinks on that perspective. And people with dyslexia, they usually are very, very heavy right brain learners, which I am starting to absolutely love because I'm a right brain learner. I'm very heavy on visual content, very heavy on not only hearing it, seeing it, and doing it. That resonates with me more than just sitting there just reading a book. I need to read it. I need to like hands on. I need it all. And that's how my son is as well. But the unique thing about a child with dyslexia or an adult, they have a unique perception of life and things. And their their unique perception really helps them be able to do some amazing things like architect. They can be an architect because they see things in three dimensions. They see like the whole picture. Whereas with the left brain person, they're, they, they, they can't see like that. So they do have many different skills that can help them in order to do amazing things. 
However, let me just tell you a little bit about um, how, let me give you an example of how a dyslexic person, the reason why it's so difficult for them to understand certain things in the reading process when they're reading and dealing with, because our topic today is reading and spelling. And the reason why it's so difficult, because it was a profound sentence in this book, it says, I'm going to give you this sentence. It says, the brown horse jumped over the stone fence and ran through the pasture. I want you to just close your eyes. I should have did this first. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to listen to me read this sentence again. And I want you to tell me in the comments what you see. The brown horse jumped over the stone fence and ran through the pasture. A right brain thinker, when they hear words that they can associate with a picture, the pictures pop up in their head as they're reading. The, the problem comes into play is when they get to words like the, and, and again, that don't have a picture connected with the word. So as a child, is a, uh, a child that has dyslexia, when they're reading that sentence, the brown horse, they see brown, they see horse, they can see the horse actually jumping in their head, they can see a stone, they can see a fence, they can even imagine seeing the horse running, but they cannot put a picture with and, and again, and the, and then they get so hyper-focused on the words that they can't put a visual picture to that they miss everything else. So although they do understand the picture stuff that's going along with the sentence, but then they get so hyper-focused on what they don't know that they lose everything that they already read. So that's one thing that really profound, that was really, really profound to me about that. Um, and it makes perfect sense because when I read, I see pictures when it's literal. And so, um, but the interesting thing is that the left brain person, although sometimes they can tap into that, they don't have to have that in order to read. And so it's a whole lot of different things that it talks about in reference to dyslexia. They have a whole topic. So I encourage you to get this book if you can. This is an amazing book. It's really is an eye opener. Um, Jeffrey Freed is amazing with helping us understand the dyslexic mind, the autistic mind, um, children that have bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, just to name a few. Um, gifted and talented. I mean, they go through the whole thing of and then also with my personal experience with working with children in all these areas. So as you can see from video one, and I, I am planning on coming on again for video two. I'm going to do talk about two topics at one time because it's 12 topics. So just now I talked about reading and spelling. When I come back, I'm going to be talking about writing and listening and how a dyslexic person uh, usually hear things and how they listen to things with their perception. So we're going to go a little bit more in depth with that when I get back. So I hope you enjoy part one and part two of this series is dyslexia is more than just a reading difference. I hope you find some value in this and I will be back. Uh, maybe well, a little bit today. I'm not going to give you exact time, but I will be back today and you will see me simultaneously coming on doing these topics from um, 
today all the way into Sunday. So, for those of you who could, cannot watch me live, that is perfectly okay. You can come back and watch the videos when you get done. And so that's why I decided to do it live so that you'll be able to have the opportunity to look back on the videos as you want. So I will talk to you later. You guys have a great rest of your day. Talk to you later. Bye.